Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail. It's the final word. India-England daily with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. Ahmedabad, fourth test, day two. And Adam is going to tell you all about it in 30 seconds or less. Your time starts now. Well, it's kind of going okay for England. Three wickets in the first session, two wickets in the second. India six down at the tee break, but then Rishabh Pant put the foot down. Quite outstanding alongside Washington Sundar. They put on in excess of 140. They took the game away from England. They have a first innings lead of 81 overnight. They've only lost seven wickets, which means they're in a fantastic position to drive home the authority on the third day, Jeff. That's way inside 30 seconds too. (laughs) That's inside the 30 seconds. Well done. What I enjoyed about today was how much of a hard fight it was. So there was the point where England had India 146 for six, and it looked like England were on top, but they didn't get there through a rush of wickets. It, it was really hard, attritional kind of cricket for a long period of time. It was the first 46 overs of the day that it took for England to get to that point. They really had to put in a tough shift in order to get there. Then there were 18 overs of Rishabh Pant and Washington Sundar putting together a partnership that, that wasn't that attacking at that point. You know, there were some boundaries struck, but they weren't going all guns blazing at that stage. They consolidated enough. They caught the scores up more or less, and that's when they started going uh, much more hell for leather. Shortly before the second new ball, and then once that second new ball was taken um, that's when they really went for it and that's where they broke England that last part of the day you you felt that England had given all they had it was so hot out there and the bowlers were just out of juice by that point And, and that's when Rishabh and Washington were able to strike 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it, the observation was made on the on the TV commentary that Richard Punt earned the right to play the way that he did, yeah. not just on the basis of the partnership that he stitched together with Washington Sunder, but the way that Rohit Sharma batted early in the day to get to lunch. I mean, England bowled so nicely. The scoring rate was non-existent in that first hour uh, upon resumption this morning. And that was a combination of Anderson, Stokes and Leach, who was effective getting a wicket almost as soon as he got into the attack, getting Pajara out early, which is always so important, that India number three. And yeah, by the time you get to the final session on a 41-degree day, if you've left the team out there for two sessions, you kind of can cash in. And that was shown when the second new ball was taken. Ben Stokes, who bowled 10 overs in the first session, bowled a, a long spell in the middle stanza and had to bowl again almost all the way through the last session. And we'll come to that in a moment as far as the decisions that Jay Root had to make throughout the course of the day. Uh, it meant that Punt was well and truly within his rights to, to go the other way and to put the foot down. And they already had a lead by that stage when the second new ball was taken. So, yeah, I think you're spot on. It's not as though um, that last 45 minutes or hour and a half or whatever it was happened in a vacuum. It was, it, was the, it, was the, it was the reward for hanging in there when England were on top with the ball earlier on. Yeah, so it was Stokes and Anderson, as you mentioned, through that early part of the day. You know, they really put the squeeze on. They made sure there were no runs flowing whatsoever. Um, and that was why Jack Leach was able to come on, continued that squeeze for a little bit and then got Pajara trapped leg before wicket. And then there was that brilliant Stokes short ball to Virat Kohli, a real snorter that took off and oh, yeah. um, got the edge. Bruce. And Virat Kohli doesn't make a lot of ducks, but uh, registered another one there. And then Anderson, just before the lunch break, who got Rahane caught at slip. Um, and then it was Stokes again coming back after that lunch break, getting the ball to deck in a long way to hit Rohit Sharma on the back thigh pad in front of the stump. So it was really hard work done by England at that point. Um, and maybe that's the point where things just started to tip away from them a bit. Don Bess was bowling. He had a, a case of the yips today. Um, mm, just about mm. every over that he bowled had at least one boundary ball in it. Um, and so the runs were able to come quickly enough for, for Rishabh to to start easing the, the pressure a bit and to start sending things India's way after England had done that hard work. Yeah, that was right on the cusp of the third hour ending when they get the fourth wicket on the day. So that's the engine room of India, isn't it? Coley, uh, Pajara, uh, Rohit Sharma and Rahane, who you mentioned, getting out to the last ball, uh, what became the final ball after lunch. At the end of that extraordinary Anderson uh, stint, I suppose, two spells, but um, well, three in total, but two spells on the, on the second morning where they just couldn't hit him. And that was a great contest between him and Rohit Sharma. Um, but eventually, as you say, Rahane falls, that extra swing. Uh, a note for Dan Lawrence, they showed him him on the coverage just before the interval with a, a filthy shirt, absolutely filthy, and he'd done nothing in the field. It's because he maintained the ball so very, very well. The Anderson was still Anderson rather was still generating conventional swing uh, in the final over before lunch with a ball that was 38 overs old. So they did open India up, and like you say, when that six wicket falls when Ashwin's out, you're thinking, well, look, they may not get a first innings lead, but they'll go awfully close, and this will be broadly level pegging when we go in to the third innings. But I mean, enter Rishabh Pant, and I suppose yes the Don Bess uh, moment not that it was one specific moment but I, I love the way that Rishab never let Bess settle into that second spell that he bowled today so he gets a chance to the left handed Rishab punt around the wicket that should suit an off spinner it certainly suited Don Bess in the past and second ball advancing down the track hit him for a couple of boundaries early on and it just meant that uh, he just didn't get that opportunity to get into a groove and when you're low on confidence um, they can take that away from you Rohit Sharma in the first session did exactly the same thing too him and 
I mean, in truth, the wheels did fall off a little bit for Best, and I feel for him. I hope that he's not completely savaged uh, by some of the usual suspects in the punditry world because, I mean, he's 23 years old. He's had a bad day. Every bowler has had a bad day across the journey at some stage. I hope that, I mean, his performance is criticised the way that it should be, but I hope that we sort of leave some skin and bones left on the poor kid because he's going to have to bowl again for England in the second innings, and it's not as though this is a career death sentence. He's just had a very bad day at the office. Yeah, but I think it's worth noting as well that he came back and bowled a couple of really good overs right at the end of he the did. day. Yeah. He was off for a while. Joe Root was bowling himself instead of Don Bess. Brought him on later in the day. The, the first over or two weren't so flash, um, but he bowled a couple of really nice ones right at the end. Got some good shape and, and loop and dip. And so, you know, maybe he'll be able to push through that in the days to come. Um, and he had a couple of really close calls as well. He had a leg before wicket uh, given out against Washington Sunday that was overturned there was a, an inside edge he had the um, the DRS referral yeah. that, against Risho Punt that was given not out but the, the ball was shown to be clipping the bales not enough of it hitting the bales to overturn the umpire's decision and of course that's what let Risho Punt keep going um, in the way that he did and I'm sure we're mixing up the order of the show a bit today but there's no doubt the player of the day was Risho Punt and there's no doubt that the yep. Hall of Fame entry has to be charging Jimmy Anderson with the new ball, the first delivery <laughs> A very with clear the Hall new of Fame ball today. <laughs> and smacking it over mid-off for four, then staying back and cracking the second ball with the new ball out through the covers for four. I mean, just ridiculous stuff. And then in the following Anderson over, Richard Punt playing a reverse sweep against James Anderson, 600 test wickets over first slip for a boundary. And that was Richard moving into the 90s, you know, no fear whatsoever about getting towards 100. Um, he brought up his 100 with a six off Joe Root uh, and he's not afraid of anything. Yeah, especially when he missed out on a couple of hundreds in Australia. And you're right about that best uh, punt uh, leg before decision. I mean, it's hitting, you know, 49% of the stumps, and that's the way it goes. They had one go their way uh, with Rohit where it was uh, impact was umpire's call and contact was umpire's call, and then went the other way. Oh, look, I thought it was out just on the basis of the naked eye. When you're back in the crease, hit on the back pad, it felt out on gut feel, and it, and it didn't go their way, and that was emblematic of the sort of day that, that best had. But you're right, though. I mean, look at the, the year that Richard Punt is having. Well, we talk about Adam Gilchrist when he entered the Test Arena in 1999, kind of changing everything. Well, I feel a similar energy around Rishabh Pant at the moment. Every time that he walks out to bat for India, certainly those innings against Australia when all seemed lost, and again today with Washington Sundar, as it was at the Gabba in that mighty fourth innings, uh, he's doing some very special things at the moment. And again, I'm reluctant to compare him directly to Adam Gilchrist, but it feels kind of, to me anyway, the same that it did when Gilchrist arrived on the scene, that this guy's capable of anything. Yeah, in the series so far, uh, 91 and 58 not out for Rishabh yeah. Pant, a couple of his other scores, the 100 today. And I think what's interesting with Rishabh is if you spoke about him conventionally, you know, the conventional wisdom on him would be, oh, he's the kind of player who, um, given the way he goes about it, will have plenty of down periods but can win you a match in a session blah 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 that kind of stuff it's not exactly like that at the moment because he's being so consistent he's playing in that really attacking way but he's delivering yeah. runs really consistently and and that's not necessarily something that, that that's something that statistically is unlikely to continue across his career so i guess what i would say to people who love cricket is 
really watch this period and really enjoy it because I think we're seeing something incredibly special from Rishabh in terms of the consistency with which he's able to churn out these innings at the moment. You know, that doesn't last forever for any player, um, but we're, we're getting to enjoy it and, and long may it continue. Yeah, that's well summed up again. And I just think that, and look, I've, I've made this observation uh, probably uh, during our daily podcast in Australia that for Richard Punt, from, from his perspective, playing through the line of the ball, taking on a, a finger spinner in the case of Leach as he did early on and best today, that's him playing the percentages. He feels as though he's more likely to succeed and thrive by trying to clear the ropes than he is by um, playing defensively with men around the bat. And good on him for it. And by stark contrast, there's Washington Sunder, who goes at a strike rate of roughly 50, if that. He has shots, but he plays conservatively, and they complement each other so nicely in that lower middle order. Um, to think that Richard Punt, nor Washington Sunder, of course, but especially Punt, wasn't in India's first 11 at Adelaide Oval back in December. It seems staggering now that He's asserted himself so magnificently on this Indian team with the gloves as well. And you often see that with an all-rounder when one discipline's going well, the other will follow. Well, I think that Punt can most certainly be described as an all-rounder and his keeping's improved in this series and his batting, as I say, it's going from strength to strength. Yeah, he's kept Wicket beautifully in this series and I, I don't think that was really expected by any body that you know that we were expecting fumbles and, and a few chances to go down. That hasn't been the case. In terms of the strength of all-rounders, remember that India have potentially Jadeja to come back in, Hardik Pandya to come back in. Um, they've got Ashwin making runs. They've got uh, the Washington Sundar, you know, that key 60 that he made in, in Brisbane in the first innings there to help set up that win. Um, and they've got Akshar Patel, who has <laughs> drawn level with his runs and wickets at last today. He's got 22 test wickets, but he wow. uh, passed it with 22 test runs today, an important milestone for him. He can bat as well. Yeah, look, I think Washington Sunder's a test number six, probably eventually uh, a great problem for India to have that they've got um, Judasia, Akshar, we talked about that debate yesterday, Ashwin, who's been batting well in recent times. The fact that Punt is a bit of a floater, he can bat anywhere, probably as high as five if, if required. He certainly did that in Australia in the second innings at Sydney. So they've got lots of really good options as they work through into this next generation. It's really exciting uh, for Indian cricket. Now, before we round this off, Jeff, yeah. I just want to make a note of Ben Stokes. He was crook yesterday probably still uh, with that stomach complaint today. Um, that 10-over shift that he put in before lunch was quite outstanding, especially when he got spun around to the Adani end after James Anderson finished his first spell. Um, you know, hot weather, bowling short, takes it out of you. The bowly bolt of Rat Coley was an absolute snorter, as we yeah. uh, mentioned before, to nick him off for a duck. Uh, came back and did it again to um, get Rohit Sharma uh, with the first over of a new spell, a big in-swinging delivery uh, in the middle session. And yeah, sure, he was absolutely shot by the end of the day. But there's Stokes and, and likewise Anderson, who, you know, age 38, hard to think he could bowl much better than he did um, early on today. Sure, he may not have been getting that prodigious movement that we sometimes see from Anderson, but that battle between him and Rohit Sharma was absolutely high-quality test cricket. We know how important Rohit Sharma mm. has been to this Indian team throughout the course of the series. Well, he wasn't giving an inch to Anderson, and nor was Anderson to him, so the way they battled it out, maiden after maiden after maiden. At one stage, Anderson had bowled seven maidens in his first ten overs, conceding just seven runs for two wickets or something utterly ridiculous. And look, uh, I think Anderson once again has reinforced that any notion that he's only good in, 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 uh, in favourable conditions is absolute junk. 
Yeah, I think the number was his first 10 overs, he'd conceded three runs. Right. And then maybe by the time he got to the lunch break, he had two for seven in his spell. So um, that was Hall of Fame worthy as a nomination. Uh, the other nomination that, that had to come up for mine was the over that Ben Stokes was bowling to Rishabh Pant. I think it was just before the, either just before or just after the second new ball was taken, um, maybe just before. There was the, the boundary slashed over the slip cordon. Then there was a pull shot through mid-wicket um, oh, yeah. and then Stokes was running into bowl and, and his hand <laughs> clipped his leg and he dropped the ball and he just turned around and booted the ball away um, and if you wanted you know if Tumblr still existed you could have a, a Ben Stokes kicking things.com kind of website <laughs> remember when he got bowled by Mitchell Stark in the World Cup game at Lords, kicked his bat away um, in the final when scores were tied off the last ball of the regulation 50 overs booted the bat away and, and today is the first time I've seen him kick the ball so maybe I after breaking his hand, punching the locker, he's decided to go for the, the kicking of things <laughs> instead. Um, so, yeah, look, watch out if you're around. Yeah, the other thing I like from Stokes is that flick of the hair he's doing at the moment. He's let it grow long in, in the bubble. I suppose they'll all get home uh, to England next week and all get uh, nice haircuts. Actually, they won't because you can't have a you can't get your haircut uh, during this current lockdown. So maybe he'll have a, a very long mane by the time uh, he reaches the new season. But yeah, 89 runs in arrears tomorrow. As I mentioned in the summary off the top, Jeff, it, this test has a has a has a rhythm to it now, doesn't it? I suppose we could say that um, England mm-hmm. have shown great stick through the series. Whenever they've looked like they've been in a bit of strife with the ball. They, they tend to fight back and find a couple of wickets. So if they can polish off the tail first thing tomorrow and on a track that looks really good for batting still, or look, maybe they can bat all day and, and make a game of it. But I think the, the central case, the most likely scenario, uh, is that England will be in a lot of trouble tomorrow in their second innings with India bowling with a massive first innings lead. Well, we'll be back for that tomorrow as well. If you like what we're doing on The Final Word, you can support it at patreon.com slash thefinalword. You can share the videos around to your friends and whatnot. And whatever the case, we will be back for day three of the fourth test from Ahmedabad. Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins, we'll see you then. I had to go about it